Hola, buenos dias. This is Caipacho with the weekly Pele report for August 23rd of 2023. Do I even have time for a Pele report? Right? I mean, are you feeling the freaking push? Sun goes into Virgo today, today. How about that moon in Scorpio that's been going on here? We got the moon in Scorpio. She doesn't go into Sag until uh, tomorrow. And I'll be glad about that. <laughs> as, as she goes through Sag, you know, Thursday squares the sun. Uh, we do have a first quarter square. She's breaking out, breaking away. Crisis in action happening as the moon squares the sun on Thursday. And also, of course, what squares Saturn. Because what? What? Yes, indeed. If you're not feeling it now, you will. The sun opposite Saturn. Saturn's at like four degrees of Pisces. So the sun moving into Virgo is going to come into an exact opposition with Saturn on Sunday. But it moves a degree a day, so you'll be feeling it, you know, like immediately. I'd say, you know, now that it's gone into Virgo. We'll all be feeling it, and it's only going to get tighter, 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 like we're in a vice. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> oh, God. Ah! What else is going on, baby? Well, this is a big freaking week. Because what? Today, Mercury goes retrograde. So, if your communications have come to a halt, <laughs> a stop, uh, that's pretty uh, reflective of a Mercury stationing and then going retrograde. And not only that, but Uranus is going retrograde on Monday to join what? Pluto, Saturn, Neptune, Chiron. Uh, Jupiter is going to be going retrograde September 4th. That's just coming up. Uh, I talked about all these retrogrades going on, but we can talk about them some more. Um, but the other biggie that I really want to uh, check out is um, Mars opposite Neptune. I mean, yes, it was yesterday, but it's still going on until Mars goes into Libra, at least, on Sunday. So, you know, uh, we have these two big oppositions going on from Virgo to Pisces. Saturn and Neptune are both in Pisces. Right, and now the Sun and Mars are both in Virgo, and that's what, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Uh, th these are big oppositions, folks, right? Uh, what else? Uh, other aspects are that the Moon then, uh, after Sag, goes into Capricorn on Saturday, okay, and uh, basically squares. Uh, just before that, you know, squares uh, the Mars-Neptune. So we got this moon, sun, you know, sun, moon, Saturn, T-square. And then she goes on, okay, and uh, goes into a Mars-Neptune moon T-square. So happy T-squares. <laughs> By Monday, she comes in and conjuncts Pluto. And we have a nice trine to Mars. We can talk a little bit about that. I mean, the Earth signs now are getting some pretty good stuff going on. Yeah, you know, uh, 
Jupiter, Uranus, Sun, Pluto, trining, you know, in these, uh, you know, in these Earth signs. So that's pretty cool. And then last but not least, by Monday, the moon is going to be moving into Aquarius. Aquarius. So this is just the creek across the street from my house. The river, I mean, the rainy season has kicked in and the river is nuts. It would be so loud that I could never be heard. So I'm just going to try to find a place somewhere here on this uh, creek and look at you. Okay, buenos dias. Woo-wee, how about these days? Ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between and above and below, welcome to Planet Earth. Welcome to the initiation. The initiation, that's what this week's mantra is about. And that is what I call the axis of Virgo Pisces. I call it the axis of initiation. Virgo is the initiation that we have out of Leo, where here I am, king of the jungle, star of the show, full of myself and my power and my gift and my message and my creativity, and boom, I go into Virgo for initiation into society, into relationship, into other people. Hello, Leo, there are other people. <laughs> Virgo reminds us we need to get a job to fit into society. We we to, you know to and do relationship. We need to come out of our narcissistic self. We need to listen, cooperate, compromise, do teamwork. So Virgo is a humbling experience and initiation again. It's a metamorphosis. It's a transformation. It's the quincunx from Aries, which is an adjustment aspect, and in some ways a graduation aspect. And there's always tests when it comes to graduation. <laughs> Next, Pisces, opposite Virgo. Initiation out of this world out of the third dimension, out of ego, out of society, culture, planet, earth, into love, creation, eternity, the infinite. So that's another, what I see as an initiation, yes, into the cosmic. So one, Virgo is the initiation into relationship, Pisces is the initiation into a cosmic reality. So, having these oppositions, Mars, Neptune, Sun, Saturn, happening here on this axis, you know, really points to this time period, this week in particular, yeah? Where it's like, oh man, we need to look at our stuff and we can definitely go in down the rabbit hole into the spiral, into despair, depression, 
I just read this article where, you know, the suicide rate, you know, is, you know, going up. Wanting to escape. It's just too hard. It's too tough. Life is very challenging for very many people. And even if you are succeeding in one level, you can be challenged in another level. There's 12 houses. <laughs> We've all got Pisces somewhere. Saturn moving through Pisces right now is really pop, 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 popping, you know, popping holes in our balloons. Yeah. Taking the wind out of our uh, sails. And all these retrograde planets <clears throat> reflect remorse, <laughs> a need to resurrect. I mean, there's, 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 there's so much here. And let's look at these oppositions uh, individually, yeah? Because number one, when it comes to oppositions and squares in particular, quincunx, sesquiquadrates, other aspects also, but particularly the squares and the oppositions, it's a balancing act, it's an integration aspect, it's tension producing. And how much tension is there? That all depends. That all depends on how balanced you already are. And so, what is the sun opposite Saturn? The sun is my creative vitality, my energy, right? My kundalini, my, my you know, my chi, my life force do I jump out of bed in the morning am I do I do my exercises you know do I you know you know you do some pull-ups or something am I energized am I full of life am I creative am I am I creating something original something new uh, recreating myself into something else and, and also what? Joy, fun, adventure, romance. Am I playing enough? <laughs> Is my life exciting and fun? Am I fucking off? <laughs> Once in a while, letting it all go. Leos throw the best freaking parties, man. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Moon and Leo is like the, the party queen. It's like, yeah, baby. Leo's throw parties. You want to go, right? I mean, so this is... This is this Leo sun, solar, vital, vibrant, energized. Go for it. Boom. And Saturn. Duty. Responsibility to my family to my friends, to my colleagues, to my job, to society. I am serious. When I make a commitment, I come through. I am responsible. I set goals. I'm not just partying, okay? I am fulfilling a greater function within the greater whole. 
We can have too much of either. Yeah? We can party too much and we can be party poopers. We can, you know, work and achieve and, you know, get all the money and the cars and the house and the clothes and the blah, 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 blah you know, the, the, the most expensive drugs, <laughs> whatever, you know. Or, you know, we can be too much over on the other adventure and kids, fun, party romance, goof off, casual sex, whatever, right? It's just this. So as much as we are integrated and we're balanced in these and we're not too far off on either one, okay, then this time period can be a fruition. Six months ago, the sun conjuncted Saturn, right? So this can, all, this can be a culmination time of what started six months ago, where, yeah, bam, boom. The opposition aspect is an aspect of recognition by other people and being seen. So this can be a time of success, a well-earned success. And if you have not done your Saturn, then this can be a time of, oh man, I need to, I got ketchup, I'm overloaded, I'm overworked, I'm exhausted, I, I can't keep up, I am so much pressure, so many expectations, so many demands, it's gonna just, Of course, you may be getting that anyway. <laughs> it's like, that's the thing. Sometimes you can never do enough. And I mean, you feel like you're doing all you can and the universe wants more. Not just the universe. That's also what this week's mantra is about. It's not just the universe. We're not victims. We are creators. And the sun is also, you know, sun and moon are the luminaries you know this has to do with also our creative capacity is channeling our higher self through our lower self through the ego and here we have the situation where our ego left brain linear logical three-dimensional conscious reality I want this and this and this I set my Saturn goals I want to achieve this by such and such a time. I want to be with this person. I want to commit to that. I want to, you know, break and say no to that. Boom, 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 boom. This is our ego, our conscious self. But we know that there's Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, unconscious soul forces, Chiron even. Black Moon Lilith. There's a lot of other energies going on beneath that layer of consciousness. And that's why in astrology we say there's no such thing as accidents. There are subconscious, unconscious, and collective unconscious forces at work. So we 
can create initiation, we can create trials, we can create problems, we can create pain, we can create lessons that the ego needs to learn. So even when things happen out of the blue and you crash your car or you know you get fired or your lover betrays you or this that or the other thing you know what you know this is very often Saturn actually come to think of it Saturn is like a wet blanket on the fire Saturn causes loneliness separation and we can create division in our relationships in our families, in our, you know, we can create separation to the point where we feel lonely. But this is Saturn saying, you know what? You know, it, it, it's a time to like really step back, reflect, analyze and think about things without having, you know, codependencies, enmeshment, demands, this, so Saturn usually, you know, can symbolize separation and loneliness and overwork and depression, sadness, feeling ashamed of ourselves or guilty because we're not everything that we wanted to be or everybody else wanted us to be. And, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, things could be better, especially when the sun is moving through Virgo, which wants to make everything better. Yeah? So, this is the sun opposite Saturn. There is less tension and less pressure the more we are balanced between creative, vital, flowing, playing, enjoying ourselves and showing up to our commitments and really, you know, doing something for the world at large. Boom. Yeah, Sun Saturn. Mars Neptune opposition. What's Mars? I mean my I want, I'm going, I will, I, I'm doing. Do, 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 do. Act. Make it happen. In Virgo, get the job done. Engineer it, design it, fix it, repair it, make it. I'm working on my house, getting it all like ready before I leave, right? You know, and it's like get it together. And it's kind of this linear, you know. I'm on a path. I'm going from A, B, C, D, E. Right? It's so it's very in this world, very material, very 3D. Mars is do it. Neptune. Just be. Doing and being. Neptune says feel. Dream. Imagine, paint, just meditate, sit still, stop all that thinking, 
Stop all that worry. Accept life. Every part of life. Every bit of life. Be grateful and thankful for life as it is. As it is. Don't be trying to mess with it, change it, influence it. Just absorb it. Just feel into it. Just love. Just love. Just love. <laughs> Neptune is spiritual divine love, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion. Turn the other cheek. <laughs> the meek shall inherit the earth. <laughs> Even has to do with martyrdom, sacrifice, absolute selflessness. Take the shirt off my back. Whatever. Donate all everything I got to charity. So it's just absolutely, in some ways, self-denying. And Mars is self-fulfilling. <laughs> so again, this balancing, as much as you are balanced between you know, selfishness and selflessness between being, uh, between being Neptune and doing Mars and you're not always doing and you're not a lazy bump on a log doing nothing. You do show up. You know, you do, you are transforming. As much as these are balanced in your life, this opposition is going to go a little more smoothly for you. But you know in all the astrological textbooks, it is known for what? Confusion. Where am I going? Mars wants to go. Neptune says, well... <laughs> you know, it's illusions, disillusionment, I thought I was getting this and now I'm not getting that. I'm getting something else and my expectations, my wants and my desires are being frustrated. I wanted to go sailing and there's no wind. <laughs> I wanted to do a Pele report and it started raining. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus. I'm going off to these workshops. I'm heading off to Spain next week. There's still room in the workshop. Come on over there. I'm going over and, you know, it's just like you want to do things, you want to act, you want to make things happen. And it's not always, yeah, it's not a cakewalk. Some things, you know, are just like, okay, wow, I expected this, or I imagined that, or I felt that, and it's like, oh my God, ah! Bah, 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 bah. Whatever. These are challenging times, economically, worldwide. We know it. And we know that, you know, Venus is both love and money, right? And we know she's retrograde. In fact, this week, she will start to appear in the east. She is rising from the underworld. And when she gets more than 10 degrees away from the sun, 
will be able to see her at sunrise. And then she will get higher and higher and higher in the morning sky. And I talked about this before. This is the Venusian warrior goddess. Yeah. Athena, the goddess of war. Bam. Diana, the huntress. Yeah, so this is this powerful feminine energy. And she will be emerging. She's not going to go direct for another couple weeks, but she, she is rising. So hang in there. These oppositions, you know, like I say, it's this week is kind of a crooks, a metamorphosis. Now, why did I choose to post the chart of Mars going into Libra? I looked at, you know, the, the second degree of Sag, the Sabian symbol. I looked at the first degree of Virgo as the Sabian symbol. But what really struck my eye and broke my heart, no, <laughs> was first degree of Libra. Now, you realize this is the halfway point, yeah? So, Dane Rudier wrote a couple of pages about this Sabian symbol. I, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read part of it because I think it's like really super uh, powerful. And, and, it, and it applies to these oppositions, to this axis and everything, yeah? Go back and check out that chart at the beginning if you didn't pause it. In a collection of perfect specimens of many biological forms, a butterfly displays the beauty of its wings, its body impaled by a fine dart. The keynote is the immortal archetypal reality that a perfect and dedicated life reveals. Now I'm going to skip a whole bunch. I'm going to skip over to this other part here, yeah? The symbol for this degree of the fall equinox thus describes a perfect form. The result of the metamorphosis of worm into butterfly, a process the symbolism of which has so often been used to indicate to us the possibility of being transformed into more than human, the transhuman being. <laughs> and this was before Elsie <laughs> Wheeler, this was back in the 1930s, okay? This was before the transhumanism computer movement. <laughs> it refers to the true initiate, the adept, the perfect. The perfect butterfly is impaled by a fine dart, the symbol of dart of wisdom, was used in Mark Jones' mimeographed course 
while the original notation of what the clairvoyant actually had seen indicated, in quotes, a butterfly made perfect by a dart through it, suggesting a process of perfection through sacrifice. As I see it, the dart can hardly be said to have made the butterfly perfect. But it keeps it perfect by killing the living organism. The impaled butterfly is preserved by the dart, which fixes it in perfection for a whole cycle, makes an archetype of it, by thus escaping the normal process of dying and decay, the butterfly form is kept. It is kept in the mystical Shambhala, where it is said that the pattern of man is kept, just as the perfect bar measuring exactly one meter <laughs> is or was kept in a crypt in Paris where the metric system was originally devised. The perfect butterfly thus represents the outcome of the process of occult discipleship, symbolized by the sign Virgo. Yeah, Virgo is the sign of apprenticeship and discipleship. Pisces is especially discipleship, yeah? From then on, a new process begins, that of collectivization. At the very core of that new process, the perfect form must remain as a standard of value if this process is to be valid and meaningful. Now here's an interesting one for you Christians. Here we go. This is an actional phase because in it, the perfection of individual activity is revealed and immortalized. This is the symbolical transfiguration. At the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus, the Son of Man, was impaled by the ray of divine light making of him a son of God. It was at this very moment that he learned of the crucifixion awaiting him. <laughs> Thus the merely human individual is made sacred, becoming the pure embodiment of an archetype. Whoa, you might want to rewind and listen to that again, or, you know, you can download the Sabian Symbols. I've put the link for it. It's on my website in PDF uh, form for free. Uh, and just read the whole thing yourself, because this is a very powerful initiation, a transfiguration. 
from the first six signs of Aries to Virgo to, in a way, preparation for Scorpio, right? This preparation of, you know, uh, really sacrificing myself, serving, giving, contributing to the greater whole, taking part in a greater cosmic process. Th this involves, you know, the ending of the caterpillar to give way, to give birth to the butterfly. And then even the butterfly, which instead of just dying, you know, sacrifices itself to become immortal in a way. You know, an archetype is immortal. It's forever. So let's take what happens this week in that attitude, in that frame of mind, you know, in that reference, that yes, this is a, you know, this may be sacrifice, you know, sacrificial. It requires devotion, discipleship, meditation, reflection, a letting go, compassion for self, for the world, for the situation, and faith. This is character. I always think of when it comes to Sun Saturn, man, you just decide this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do and I am going to be that person. I have integrity, I have character, and I'm going to show up in the world as this. And I've got what it takes. So Saturn is determination, perseverance, commitment, yeah, endurance. So, as much as you can muster, baby, just know that you can achieve this transfiguration into a world of becoming more than man, more than human, more than ego. We have, we have, we have the possibility of embodying, of being archetypes. <laughs> Be an archetype, man. Ow! So the mantra for this week, <laughs> yeah, this just came through loud and clear, man. In times of initiation, <clears throat> it's not easy, but it's true that I would create a reality with so much I need to go through. I was going to say with so much shit I need to do. <laughs> with so much crap to go through. <laughs> Oh, whatever. Write your own mantra, but this is a good start anyway, right? Yeah? It's just... You gotta pay your dues if you wanna sing the blues. You know it don't come easy. That's one song for this week. But the other one that came to me is Time After Time. If you fall, if you crawl, if you fail, 
I will catch you time after time. Spirit, the divine, is here for us. We will fall. We will fail. We'll make plans that don't go through. We'll expect things that don't materialize. We'll be disillusioned. And we'll be reborn, resurrected. Spirit will raise us. We will return. If not this life, another one. <laughs> yeah. Ow! What the hell, man? One more time. Ready? In times of initiation, <clears throat> it's not easy, but it's true. That I would create a reality that with so much I need to go through, to push through, to feel through, to feel into, with so much I need to feel into, with so much I need to push through, with so much blah 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 blah. That's all for now, folks. Namaste. Aloha. So much love. Yeah.